Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm back. HP's bad boy. I'm here. I'm back, fuckers. What, what Welcome. Ben, ben looks stunned right now. He's like, oh, no. I just can't believe you're still holding on to the bad boy thing. <laughs> what do you mean I'm holding on? It's here to stay, bitch. No, dude. It's just, I'm it's here. It's the title, dude. Wow. I'm here with the beautiful boys, Brandon. Hello. And Ben. Hello. And no Phil. Just, you know, he, he comes when I'm not here. And then... Wow. You know, doesn't he, come back. He, you know, he <laughs> skips weeks here and there, and then he changes the week he skips, and then he gets irritated that you know the after dark has to be recorded. I mean, come on, Phil, fill together. Oh, I have to Feel go again. on vacation. It's like, come on, enough. I guess I was on vacation <laughs> last week. He's like, oh, I'm so busy before this vacation. I'm like, oh, you're literally going to do nothing for two know, weeks or like, whatever. Not two weeks, but I would drag my balls through broken glass to go on vacation right now. Wow. Where'd you go? Going? Did we even find that out? It doesn't matter. It's just Disney? anything away. Is he really Can going to it, Disney? No, I don't know. I, don't I just assume. Open. Phil is a Disney adult. <sighs> he might He's do, one of them. He might do like a VR tour of Disney or something. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> well, that might be nice. Mind Trek might hook him up. Bye, Phil. I wonder how those VR places are doing right now. Oh, I was thinking about that. Not so great. There's a video on our YouTube channel. Nowhere's for, doing great right now. Yeah. For uh, Mind Trek VR. And when I was in Virginia in a mall... I walked by a VR place and I was like, I don't think it was open at all. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Even though you can clean them out, you probably can sanitize them just fine. But the overall, no pun intended, the optics yes. are See. not good. So, especially yeah. if it's PSVR. Oh, PSVR though, you're at home. Oh, no. the optics. Fuck yeah. you. There you go. This is the HP Podcast, <laughs> your weekly gaming podcast from handsomefam.com. We're happy to be here. We're happy that you're here with us. It means a lot. Uh, if you don't know about it already, this show is brought to you from Patreon, patreon.com slash handsome fam. You can get this show early along with HP after dark. There's a new episode coming out this week. So you're not going to want to miss it. Head on over there and there's $1, there's $3, there's $5. That's it. So come be a part of the cool kids club. Also, you you could probably give us more money if you wanted to, if you wanted, if you wanted, if you wanted, it's a possibility. This show also sponsored by Balls Garana, which catchphrase, delicious energy drink. That's right. Check it out. Yes. And it's true. Ben, I was thinking you were like, you know, we've sold cases. I'm like, you're damn right. We've sold cases. We've sold, cases. We've sold plenty of cases. Plenty of cases. So be, be a part of the movement and buy a case and let us know. And also tag Balls where you're at. Let them know that their sponsorship was well worth it. Oh, because yeah. It was. Mm-mm. Um. 
also we have a website ansafam.com i mentioned that but check that out because i specifically next week i know that i will have two videos i think we have four things total five thing five reviews of some way shape or form going yeah. up next week because i have a two basically two different preview videos can't I don't know. I'm just not going to say what they are. You I don't can say know. what they are. You just can't talk about them further than that. Yeah. Mortal Shell. Uh-huh. And Beats Per Minute. BPM. Just all here's all I'm going to say. If you haven't seen the trailer for this game. Yeah. Go look it up. My this. I had this thought before I played it. This is such a unique game. It is like Doom and a rhythm game combined. That's how I described it when I pitched it to you, too. Yeah. It's the uh, premise is yeah. very cool. Yeah. So you can know my full thoughts later of the preview build, not the full game. All right. We got a lot to talk about. Let's dive right into the news. Oh, it's this, a messy one. This yeah. one is hot off the fucking press. Halo Infinite has been delayed. Mm-mm, hot and sloppy off the press. To 2021. <laughs> so I'm going to read the statement from them and then we can just dive right in. This comes from uh, the at Halo Twitter account. It says... Today, I want to share an important Halo Infinite development update with the community. We have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. The decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge that the hard work from our team at 343 Industries, who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to developing challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. We will uh, wait. We know this will be disappointing to many of you, and we all share in this sentiment. The passion and support the community has shown over the years has been incredible and inspiring. We want nothing more than to uh, to play our game with the community this holiday. The extra time to let us finish the critical work necessary to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever at the quality we know our fans expect. Thank you for your support and understanding. That is from Chris Lee, the studio head. Hmm. So. What do you think, boys? Let's just bust this wide open. I can't say I'm surprised is where I'll start. I am, am surprised and not surprised at the same time. I guess I'm surprised that Sony actually did this. I'm not su- or not Sony. Wow. Microsoft <laughs> actually did this. Has some espionage yeah. going on here. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised that they actually did it, but I'm not surprised that they needed to do it. Right. And second, I know for a firsthand fact that COVID has messed up a lot of things in our world, but this is not COVID's fault entirely. No. Yeah, because we beat this to death when we talked about the reveal, but this game's been in development for a very long time. I'm just, I don't want, I don't want to hear that excuse for this game specifically. Other games, go for it. Right. This game, I, I don't think COVID could have possibly messed up all the problems we know about with this game so far. Right. Because you'd almost think with a game like this, you have to imagine there's situations where a game is like pretty much done and it's near a console switch over yeah. and they're like, Hold it. Right. Just keep polishing. This isn't the situation. No. Yeah, really. It's like they've been building to this for the console. They launch. just need more time. Yeah. Now, I understand that, you know, like Ben said, COVID's impacted stuff. I think it's a bit of a scapegoat. And I think that Microsoft probably could have and should have poured their infinite money into this to make it the best they could possibly could. Whether that meant, you know, 
whatever. It doesn't matter if 343 is making it. I mean, they could have made it happen. Yeah. I think we didn't talk about this specifically last week when you weren't here, Dustin, but I know you listened to the conversation. But I wonder if part of the reason that they're saying it's going to be free to play, not only because it's a good business model right now in the society we live in, but because if they don't, I think sales will suffer and they want to make it look better to the public and investors and everything all around because they know it's not going to sell well. I just... I've not heard or talked to almost anyone, a few people, but almost no one has said, this game looks incredible. Most people are like, I'm excited for Halo. I'm not real sure what they're doing here. Right. You're excited for Halo because it's Halo. Yeah. So And so am I. And Right. And time and time again, at least recently with this franchise, what we've seen, what we have not seen, it's just... It's been underwhelming, yeah. to say the least. And this should be the time to, like, really push your shit. You know what I mean? Like, your biggest title on the console right now. Right. You know, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. And, you know, the launch of a new console, nothing about any of this, including how Halo has now been delayed and won't be in the launch window, shows me that their next gen is going to be as next gen as it can be. Or that I need an Xbox any more than I did before. Well, right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll follow up on the Xbox thing in a second. Cause I have another tidbit here, but yeah. I wanted to ask you guys this question. Do you think that the possibility of a delay was happening before they showed it? Yeah. Yeah. And they had to show like, do you think that the delay is in response to how people reacted to that gameplay. If if I were a betting man, and I'm not, but, but if I were a betting man, I would say that they thought we probably need to delay this. But if it come if 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 we show it and everybody is in love with it, let's roll with it. If there's any kind of criticism, we'll follow our guts here and delay it. But I feel like from a purely optics standpoint you're presenting your your showcase for next gen. You can't announce before that that your flagship, literally the game that made your console, is going to be delayed. Like right. they had to do it. Yeah, like the biggest thing in your announcement trailer for the console itself, you know, Chiefs in there. Like right. that's what the console is. <laughs> right. You know, it's like it's so synonymous. a part of it. Yeah. And I, it just it makes me question what they're doing there at Microsoft. I, I don't know. So we have a slight, I would call it damage control mm-hmm. post on the Xbox, the news.xbox.com. I guess it's called Xbox wire where it's basically says, Hey, uh, we've updated, you know, we know that halo has been delayed, but we want to be clear. The Xbox series X launches globally this November. So now we know, Specifically, November. That's here's the inf- info. They're still launching it this year. Is they've doubled down after this announcement of Halo being delayed, and now we know officially it's November. And it's interesting because basically this article of you guys, I'm showing you here on the iPad, yeah, is basically like more than 50 new games planned for this year across generations and optimized for Xbox Series X, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dirt 5, Gears Tactics, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Watch Dogs Legion. Here's the thing. I love Yakuza 
as much as everybody else, not as much as Phil. No. But the fact that they're including that as one of their lineup. Yeah. As like one of their yikes. selling points. Little little yikes on that. Yeah, but it it feels so next gen when we're being reminded of only that a game for this gen was delayed and that we can play old ones. New games developed for Xbox Series X like the Medium, Scorn, Tetris Effect Connected and more. And more than 40 games newly optimized to take full advantage of the Series X like Destiny 2, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Madden NFL 21 and more. And then it's the, basically the, the rest of the, the post is just marketing, like right. just yeah. telling you stuff you already know to confirm like, hey, we know we're not going to have the number one thing that people want with our console, but you should still get it because of all this other stuff. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't want it to sell poorly, but I'm I'm further convinced that they don't care if it sells well either. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, they're doubling down on on this year for sure which is interesting because they've people it's funny the the situation for this is weird to me because they keep doubling down Uh over the months that it's going to be this year and for some reason no one still believes them right and i think it's just because everyone sees what the reality of our current day is like (laughs) so no one will believe it yeah right but it seems that i feel like they can't they cannot push the consoles to 2021 now because they've doubled down so often saying it's coming out this year. Didn't they literally put out a tweet yesterday that said, here's all the great games coming with Xbox's launch and it listed Halo in there? Like, I don't know. I have to assume that's like a media, social media person. Right. And that they had no clue. I'm sure. But but I guarantee it goes through a vetting process. Something's just sloppy over there. Yeah. I'm serious. And, and, And I don't know who is fucking up. What part of the the business itself, you know, is it marketing? Is it, I don't know. Speaking of sloppy. Joe? <laughs> I just really wanted to say speaking <laughs> of a nice pregnant post. <laughs> the, I'm getting all the Xbox stuff out right in this first one. We have confirmation that of a device called the Xbox Series S. I saw oh, a leak. Yes. Yeah. So the controllers are being sent out to retailers right now for some reason. I don't know the ex- specific story. I, I heard somewhere it was like Chicago area had these new controllers and it said for use on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. It said Series S on the I almost said X. So wait. Series S on the box. The. Jesus Christ. I, I can't even wrap my mind around this. So now there's two X's and two S's, but one of the last generation's X's is going to be discontinued. Discontinued, right? Is that yeah, correct? Xbox Xbox One, one X, X is now not being made. So it'll work on Xbox One S, Xbox Series S, and Xbox Series X. And yep. Xbox One X. Jesus fucking. They just don't put holy that. Holy shit. They just keep making it worse. Basically, <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure. I can't even say it. If I remember the box correctly, it says Xbox One. So that includes all the family yeah. okay. of okay. Xbox One okay. consoles. Okay. Gotcha. And then it said Series X and Series S. Interesting. So I don't want to really talk about it because we already knew we this already was happening. That, yeah. We theorized that it would be called Series S. And yeah. here it is. That's Lockhart. So. Gotcha. So isn't it weird that controllers for an unannounced console are showing up places and not the announced console? Well, yeah. I mean, it's the same controller. 
it's basically the same controller. It has one extra button, gotcha. like a share button on it. Gotcha. So I don't even think the the form factor is that much different, is it? No. Yeah. It has a different D-pad also. It's like a disc. Right. Okay. Interesting. So so I'm sure we will find out more about the Series S very soon. Okay. Rocksteady has teased their game finally. This game has been literally every E3. People are like, oh, is this the year we're going to see Rocksteady? Is this yeah. it? Is this it? And people thought, oh, at the launch reveal of one of these consoles, where's Rocksteady? Well, now we have some confirmation they put out a tweet that had a photo or I guess a picture in the game that has Superman on it. And there's a crosshair over his head that says Suicide Squad. And they, in the tweet, they said hashtag Suicide Squad game. And it's going to have more revealed on August 22nd at some kind of DC event. So what do you guys think about Rocksteady doing a Suicide Squad game? Uh, for me, this has potential. Um, I really like the Suicide Squad as an idea. Um, and uh, the movie didn't really do it for me. But I feel like another medium might be able to. So I'm into it, really. Okay. Um, as far as the specific game, if they go more old school comics, Suicide Squad, I'm totally in. If they go more Will Smith... Suicide Squad, I'm less in. Yeah, I was but, gonna say I don't want CG Will Smith in yeah. this game. That's what no. I don't. That's what I don't want. But to They're be frank, like thing. Rocksteady making another, like Rocksteady making another DC game in general is good to me because I know it's going to be a good game even if I don't like the content necessarily. Right. right. So I'm excited for that. I feel like this opens up a massive possibility. Um, you know, I mean, with the Batman games, there is only so much Batman can do. Like he's not going to pick up an AK or something. You right. Know? Um, so well i mean who knows um but uh yeah i feel like i'm excited to see them do something different because we've gotten a bunch of good batman games yeah and uh yeah what's next i just hope it's not i mean i i want it to have some of the same feelings of the batman series but i don't want it to just be the batman series with new skins right you know yeah. like i want it to be a different gameplay too I feel like because it's Suicide Squad, it's going to have to be so much more dynamic. If it's a game about the Suicide Squad, you would assume that you could... I don't know. Yeah. You have to assume it's going to be multiplayer. That's what I'm saying. Not only multiplayer. I, I, I wonder if it's going to be a live service kind of thing. Oh, wouldn't that suck? There's no way it's free to play, is it? No. <laughs> you would yeah. hope not. You would fucking hope not, man. It would. We were talking about this on Maddie's show, is that it would be interesting if that there's this Avengers game that no one likes uh-huh. and then eventually Rocksteady comes out with like a very similar style game only it's awesome yeah that'd so, be like the inverse of the of, of, of the, the movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking of the Avengers game I'm seeing very very mixed comments about the beta some people are saying it's the best thing ever and some people are just totally trashing it I haven't tried it myself I haven't tried it either but I think some people really like superheroes. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it. That makes sense. Yep. Carrick and Maddie fucking hate it. Really? Like, Carrick was la- like, they were laughing about how bad they thought it was. Oh, man. So. I mean. I respect Maddie's opinion. I don't know Carrick, but I respect Maddie's opinion. So that doesn't bode well. Right. For I, me. I saw a screenshot of a menu that was so cluttered it made my brain hurt. Dude, they mentioned that. It, it was like a wall of numbers. Brain hurt. 
And I just was like, I know what kind of game this is. And in some weird way, I can't describe it. All, all I've seen about it, it feels like a game that was made 15 years ago, but looks like today's game. Right. And I don't know why I feel that way, because I, I don't even have much of a ground to stand on. But everything I've seen makes me feel that way. The way they described it to me is that like some of the missions are so short uh-huh. and it's like not even like a linear mission where you're going within a big world to points. It's like character is like, yeah, it's literally one mission was like a hallway huh. where you just go from one end beating dudes up. Yeah. And then that's like the end of the mission. And then there's a load screen. Yeah. Wow. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm misspeaking or misremembering, but I know that yeah. they emphasize that there are some long missions in the beta, but a lot of them were very short. So just looking at that menu made me know that I probably would not like it <laughs> yeah. because Monster Hunter World was great, but it assaulted my brain. Yeah. A lot of heavy RPG. A lot of numbers and stats, and it was fun to dig into, but for the most part, I tend to shy away from those games. They're right. too too heavy honestly there's there's days and times where even like call of duty's menus are too much for me yeah and and they're very simple yeah dude and i mean it's gotten i was just thinking about this the other night not to just derail but they've gotten so much more complex over the years i was just thinking about that the call of duty menus all right so we have a few things to talk about here with the state of play which this was late last week i believe This was when I was like coming home on Thursday, I think. I think it was Thursday. So I'm just going to hit the big points here and we can talk about things as much or as little as we want. They led the show off with Crash Bandicoot 4. And I think I'm at you with you at this point that I like started to watch it and I was like, I don't need to. It's Crash Bandicoot. I don't need to watch this. Yeah. It's like talking about the new playable characters and for certain levels. Yeah. I don't care about that. And things like that. And I was like, well, this looks cool. But I, I skipped ahead. I'm being honest. Right. And I mean, to be honest, I mean, like, unless there's something that different, maybe you just want to check it out yourself. If you know it's just going to be more Crash, but with different characters. That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Dustin was alluding to is that I basically said, I don't want to see anything more about this game. Gotcha. I just didn't know if you meant like you were disinterested. No, no. Not me. I mean, I'm not disinterested. I'm disinterested in finding out anything else about it because I'm just want right. to play it and have fun. Yeah, because you're already interested. I don't need it <laughs> yeah, to be a. Yeah. Uh, I don't need it to be a revolutionary game. Right. It's like if a new Mario platformer came out. <laughs> I don't need to know that there that Mario has 16 different Dude. new move sets. Like I just want to play Mario. Yeah, Nintendo is perfect for that. Like new Mario Kart, in. Yeah. Don't show me anything. Right. <laughs> I'm right. Like, Dude, in. With Kingdom Hearts, they showed off every fucking Disney World before it came out. Yeah. There's nothing left to be surprised. I even was, I stopped watching the trailers. I knew every world in that game. Also, while we're on the topic, the fact, what do you guys think about Cyberpunk doing these like big deep dives once a month? I refuse to watch them. Me, I I watched some of the first one. I was like, I don't need to watch these. One, I just don't have time for that. Right. And two, that is going to be such a huge world full of living parts that I don't need to know what I'm anticipating before I get there. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's not the kind of gamer I am. Right. Well, also, like, gamer. Honestly, they'll probably show off some stuff that I will never find. Yeah. So, like, what I mean, like, I just want to play it. Yeah. That's it. I don't want to watch someone else play it. So, for the next highlight was Hitman. 
3. Yo, this is fucking cool. In VR. So fucking cool. So, here's the thing, though. In the tr- in, I think, I don't know how they laid it out, but initially it was like Hitman 3, playable in VR. I was like, that's fucking awesome. The whole game. The whole yeah. I'm like, that's even better. But, you're Brandon, you're right here. Every game in the new Hitman trilogy, every mission will be fully playable in VR. Yeah, it, it can just be imported. It's wild. It's such a cool system. So, Brandon, you've been you've played some Hitman, too. I you're played the, Hitman, the original Hitman. Yeah. Not the original, the original of the reboot. If you've played the original of the reboot, then you have know enough about yeah. the trilogy, yeah. most likely. I'm just curious how they're going to pull this off. Will there be know. the same sandbox level aspect as... When you're playing it non VR, I feel like it's gonna have to be dumbed down a little bit. Yeah, because on the hardware and you know, this is on PS5, dog. Oh, so Bruh. well, I don't. Maybe well, it's still gonna be the same PSVR. Hardware, is it a cross gen game? I don't know. It's the same PSVR, but it has the processing True. of PS5. True. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it will need to be dumbed down a little bit, just because. Are there any VR games that are like? super stealth games like traditional no, stealth not really and that's one of the things i worry about with this i think it's a cool idea but i do worry a little bit that i don't know part of part of why i like hitman and i don't really like stealth games a whole lot but part of why i like hitman is because you can like choose to be very stealth i mean you have to be very stealthy but like with the hardware we have with psvr i don't know how you creep around Exactly. Yeah, it's like where easily be teleporting or yeah, I don't know. But here's the thing I know is that IO will do a good job with it. It may not be my preference, but yeah. it will probably be a good quality product. Yeah, I would say this is going to be super cool for some missions, but unless you're like a hardcore fan or something, I don't know that most people would want to play the whole game like that. Yeah, Inle- unless it's really cool. But honestly, I can only take so much of VR, and I don't even own one. So it will be on PC VR as well. Wait. Okay, this article. See, when I was on Maddie's show, Carrick said that it was coming to PC. But this article says it's unknown if it's coming to PC VR. Either way, the game is coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Okay. And PC, of course. So it's so cross-gen. If I just have Hitman, can I play that in VR? I don't know the answer to that. Do I have to have Hitman 3 and import the missions? I'm guessing that's that going to be the case. That would seem more likely to me. Well, but, but they could cash grab the first two that they're not getting sales on. Right. Or they could just say, if you want to play in VR, you got to buy the new game. Right. True. So Which, yeah, probably worth yeah. it, honestly. Both would be. <laughs> who knows one or the other? See, part of it for me is I would want to play through each mission in the regular mode before I played through them in VR. Yeah. Because I right. feel like so much about Hitman is knowing the layout of the, the yeah. each mission. Yeah. If they can manage to make, to capture the open sandboxness like you were talking about Dustin, right? In a way, I honestly play, playing the games I've played, I can't even think of how they would do that necessarily with how complex some of the you know stuff you could do in Hitman is, the poisoning, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. You could push it. Dude, imagine if you they you gotta like push something off on somebody. Oh, down you gotta push ledge. somebody out. Yeah, <laughs> that would be wild. I want to. I want manhunt in VR. Oh, oh my shit! He <laughs> turns you into a psychotic killer. Yeah, just oh, playing dude. it one time. I better be able to throw that briefcase in VR. That's all I'm saying. 
This next one, I think, is the one that excited me the most other than I mean, Hitman 3 VR. That's unknown how good it will be. It's exciting, but unknown. This one, I feel like we can lock in Braid Anniversary Edition. And basically, this is from Jonathan Blow, creator of The Witness. This is his first big release. And they're going and they're like recreating. A, I, it seems like most of the assets, uh-huh. at least. Up, you know, it's all going to be in 4K. They're redoing a lot of the animation and it will be, uh, you know, all sp- nice and new. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Polished. Yeah, polished. Yeah, yeah. Part of the trailer also mentioned how they're going to have extensive developer commentary. And they said that they were trying to make the most extensive developer commentary ever made in a game. So much that if you're interested in creating games of your own that they recommend they want to be able to recommend that you play through it with a commentary to learn how the game works. Huh. So did wow. anyone else play Braid? That's I played neat. it. Yeah. I, I love that game. Yeah. I, I didn't get a chance. I, I had a copy on my Mac at one point, but I never played it. Sadly. I played it. Dude. How, was it how, 10 years? It's been so, it's been a long time. I was late to the party when I played it by a few years. I didn't, uh, I don't remember if I beat it, but I definitely played it. I think I even got a, a copy of it for free to yeah. review at the time. Maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to remember when it came out. I th- I think that game is way better than The Witness, personally. And yeah. I, I like The Witness a good amount. I have problems with it. But yeah, Braid Anniversary Edition. Brandon, this one's for you. It was a big deep dive into The Pathless. Ooh. And I've never even seen gameplay of this. I was like, oh, yeah, Brandon's played this. Yeah. So like real flowing, like you're you're hitting the arrows. And the point is that the arrows are controlled more through rhythm than precision yeah. i was wearing a braid or a uh, pathless shirt the other night oh yeah i have one of those too it's pretty sweet um no yeah it's it's hard to explain it is kind of like a rhythm thing you get a flow where you know it there is just a flow about it i don't know how else to describe it because you're just like hitting the arrows and it has to do a lot with the timing of the buttons and it's beautiful i mean annapurna has an eye for beautiful games and this is no exception yeah um but yeah i mean you get to fly around with your little hawk buddy and you collect stuff um and there's some cool lore behind it there's like fire monsters if you watch any of the trailers um of some sort so a little bit mysterious but really beautiful i think that's the main thing about it is that it's gorgeous right coming to ps5 as well ps4 and ps5 i believe uh, two more that I wanted to talk about. There were other stuff in there, but I, I don't want to talk about much. Godfall. I do not want to talk about Godfall. Dude, I do. Do you want to talk about Godfall? I do. <laughs> okay, we can talk about it. Um, let's get these two out of the way. They had a preview of the Control expansion that's coming out this month, and it's for it's the AWE expansion, which Aww. at the end. specifically is for alan wake is an alan wake crossover i am actually pretty excited for this i'm hoping that you can just play it separately from like having a good control save because i think my my save got fucked up from when i reviewed it oh yeah i really would rather not play through the whole game again to play the alan wake expansion but who knows so and does this intrigue you at all because i know you liked alan wake i liked alan wake a good deal and I liked Control enough, but I didn't like it enough to finish it. Uh, it intrigues me. I don't know if it's enough for me to reinstall it. Okay. Fair enough. Not right away, at least. Right. Because 
instead of feeling like a new Alan, like a new Alan Wake game would be intriguing to me, an Alan Wake tie-in to a game that I was mediocre on. Mm. Uh, not that it wasn't a good game. It just, for me, was mediocre. I don't know if that does it for me. Our review code did not include the expansions, I don't think. We can get them. Ew. I've been offered them and told them no. Depending on... Let's... Actually, because... I think because I asked you and we weren't really interested in doing more content, so... Let's talk scheduling okay. and see when that's coming, because I would maybe be interested in doing that, but we'll see if, if, it, if it fits in right. Last but not least is Temtem. Now, Brandon, I specifically thought of you when I saw Temtem. Mm -hmm. Do you know about this game? No. This is a Pokemon-like, like very oh. much like Pokemon. Oh, you know what? Was it MMO. Was it kickstarted? I don't know, I don't but know it was. It was. It's, it's out. It was out on early access on PC. Okay, I think I might have seen pictures of it. Yeah, there's been a couple like clone type ones, yeah. so to speak. But um, go ahead. Would so this is an MMO that's okay. in the style of Pokemon. Obviously, it's all of their own creatures and stuff like that. I guess you don't know a lot about it, but I'm just curious. Would you be interested in playing a Pokemon style game that yes. isn't actually Pokemon? Yes. Okay. So 100%. Temtem, especially because. It's multiplayer. Right. Especially because it's multiplayer. 2021. You can uh, check this out. I, I will be. You should watch the trailer. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple things like this pop up, and I've been tempted, and I'm just waiting for the best iteration that's not Pokemon. So if it has any promise at all, I probably will buy it. Yeah. Cool. At some point, as long as it doesn't, like, tank, or you get to see, like, a really low-res gorilla or something. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Okay. We're ready to move into quickies. You're not going to talk what? about Godfall Fuck or go. anything? Oh, hey, shit. I, was I, for I had already forgotten yeah, about Godfall. Thanks for having my back, man. God. I mean, I don't want to talk about it either. No, yeah, but. fuck you. You have better <laughs> have something fucking interesting to say about Godfall. Yeah, first of all, I'm asking the questions. What's your beef with Godfall? So... I don't really have beef with it. I'm just tired of them bringing it out for these online streams. It's like every time there's one of these fucking streams, we're seeing fucking Godfall. So at the game, I think it was at the Game Awards yeah, initially. It was. Then it was at the PS5 reveal. And now it's at this thing. I'm just like, enough. It was the first revealed game for PS5. I know. And Confirmed. I just, I mean, it looks, the animations look a little jank, if you ask me. They look. They look like an MMO animation. They look right. a little static. Mm -hmm. I will give it that. But, yeah, I mean, what I've seen, I've thought, has looked pretty good. And I'm intrigued by the idea of the multiplayer once again. I love these games that I can experience with my friends. Um, and so, you know, this seemed right up my alley. A slasher, you know, like hack and slash. This is a full-fledged game, too. It's not like free-to-play or anything, right? I don't I'm, know the answer to that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a full game. Okay. I'm, I... I mean, you could quote me, but I, I'm probably. I don't right. think it. I think we would. I would know, or we would know overall if it was yeah. free to play. Like, so different weapon types. I'm into that. Okay. You know. Yeah. Seems like it has all the. the let's say it has all the components of things that I like. So that's why I'm excited. I'm a hundred percent positive we can get a copy of. Oh, Godfall. you know what? Oh, of Godfall. A review copy. Okay. It has no microtransactions, so not that that means anything necessarily. Right. But I saw that. Well, so here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about Godfall. And I'm I'm not really shitting on it. It's just like I'm tired of hearing about it. The next time I would think about it, I want it to be I want to be playing it on PS5 yeah. right? <laughs> because I just don't need to see anymore. Right. It 
mildly. I think I think you're right, Brandon, that it does have some of the elements that I look for. What I saw didn't necessarily speak to me, but it doesn't mean that I won't like it. Yeah, if that makes sense. For sure. Just got to play it at this yeah. point. OK, now we'll do quickies. Fall Guys, huge success. Holy crap. I saw this headline. I couldn't believe how big of a success sold two million copies on Steam. That was like a week ago. Two fucking million for this game. Yeah. I could not believe that. Like, that's like triple A numbers. Yeah. That's insane. 1.5 million players in the first 24 hours. That boost, obviously, is probably from PS Plus. A right. little bit. Oh, yeah. But they were having major server issues when it first released. So that's 1.5 million in spite of the server errors. You have to imagine the fact they sold 2 mil on Steam. Is this the best-selling Devolver game I know, like, Gungeon uh, Maybe is the best-selling initial. I okay. don't know for sure. Fastest-selling Devolver yeah, say, game. Because Gungeon has, like, such a long lineage, I well, feel Maybe like Hotline Miami, too. Oh. Yeah. The first one, probably not initial, but... Yeah. Hard but to yeah, say. It's, I think we can confidently say it's probably the fastest-selling Devolver game. It's got to be close. So, Ben, what do you think about... I feel like you're more in tune with this game. Maybe it's just because you covered it at PAX that I associate this. And uh, you're, you're talking... to You know people at Devolver yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm in communication with Devolver folks, too. So that's part of it. But here's the thing. I saw this game the first time at E3 2019. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. And they took me into, like, this weird trailer that was, like, a mobile trailer... And it was, like, full of, like, padded furniture and, like, the things you would see in a kindergarten room. And we played this game. There were four of us, but the rest of them were bots. And I thought, oh, this is fun. Nobody's going to care about this, though. And they kept telling me, like, yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be our big release for the next year, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, okay, okay. Time goes by. I see a little more about it. I don't really care anymore about it. I see it again at PAX East this year in March or February, late, late February, early March. Oh, looks like the exact same thing I already saw. Hmm, they're still talking about how big it's going to be. Still don't believe them, still don't care. The game comes out. They announced it's going to be free for PS Plus. It comes out. It goes crazy. It's hitting top numbers on Twitch. They can't keep the servers up. It's just gone insane. And I'm like, I don't get it. Now, don't get me wrong. I've played this game several times. I've watched other people play it, had a good time watching them, had a good time playing it even. I just don't get it. Mm. I don't, I'm not saying it's not a good game. I'm saying I don't understand the mass appeal that it's obviously getting. I mean, 2 million just on Steam release day. Yeah. I don't understand it, but I'm happy because the Mediatonic people are very, very cool, very kind. Uh, I love Devolver in every way, shape, and form. And I'm excited. I just would never have placed money that this game would be doing as well as it has. And today, the uh, some of the big streamers have been talking about like, oh, yeah, we got to try and all their chats have been going crazy, telling them to, to play this game today. The, the Call of Duty servers were down. So a couple of them hopped on and were playing it. At one point, Fall Guys had over 500,000 people watching on Twitch live. Wow. While these guys were playing and their numbers actually went from like they were going to play Call of Duty. They were at like 50 to 60,000. Their numbers jumped up as high as 80,000 people watching them play Fall Guys. Wow. And I'm like. Okay, I think it's a decent game. I just don't understand the mass appeal. I just would never have guessed is all I'm saying. I think that it's got a little bit of that BR magic, weirdly enough. I feel like people are interested in that right now and interested yeah. in watching that. Yeah. 
Um, and because it's very multiplayer, I think that might have something to do with it. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. I think it they might have just. I think they might have just hit like the perfect combination of BR and cuteness, where it just is is intriguing enough, even if you don't know what it is. Right. Like if I showed someone that, like if I just had it on the screen and my mom walked by, she might look at it for a second because it's cute and like bouncy. Right. Like I think that's part of it. Yeah, I don't. This game has to appeal to kids. Sure. Like if your kids saw it, Ben, they would instantly want to play it. Well, and who would, what parent in their right mind wouldn't let their kids play I mean, this game? Yeah. It's fucking adorable. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's cute. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Here's the it's other just, thing. We are just far enough away from Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That, like, I feel like there's always a game that's in, like, the public or at least the internet public conscious for the few weeks after last of us it was everyone was tweeting about that then it moved to ghost and i feel like it's just like rotating regularly and i feel like fall guys is that game sure right now and it i mean not to undermine the success of like the quality of the game or anything like that but it also caught like a perfect time where people are slowing down on ghost right and they're looking for the next thing to check out right so and i just want to clarify my statements just because I'm surprised that the game is doing well doesn't mean I don't think it should be doing well. Like everything the game sets out to do, I think it does it does well. You may like that or you may not, but it it's a good game. It's just I didn't expect it to have such mass appeal. I would have been surprised if they said they sold half a million copies. I think I would have too. Like I don't know what Devolver games normally do, and I'm sure it depends on the game, of course. I know, and... It's not. I can't reveal it, but right. it's yeah. not two million on Steam in one day. Right. Yeah, that's just crazy. That's a lot. That is a lot. So good for them. Congratulations, Media Talk. Do you know how big that studio is? Not very. Like less than ten. No, uh, I want to say like between fifteen and thirty. Oh, okay. So it's still small. But at least that's what they were when they started on this game. Now that in another week they might have fifty people working for them. I don't know, but right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're popping champagne. All day, every day. If they've if had they time. have time yeah. with the servers, say, congrats. They like pop some champagne, take a sip, nervously, and then go back to the this computer. Is, it's just yeah, it's like shaking <laughs> all over the place. Okay, I have to tell a small story with this next quickie, but it'll be worth it. That was a long quickie. It was long. It turned into a longie. Yeah, yeah. see, that's that, that's why it's catching on. Even we're talking about it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So this short story involves Brandon and I. We are in a hotel Starbucks at PSX. Uh-huh. Very long line. I'm like, this coffee is going to be shit, but I'm thirsty for some delicious coffee. This will do the trick, at least. We're in line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in front of us is like a Japanese guy in like business casual uh-huh. and another guy that I think had a suit jacket on or maybe just a T-shirt. And we were just standing there. Mm-hmm. I recognized who this man was. I did not. Brandon didn't. And Brandon sees this man's shirt and it was a like a green shirt or something and had Blanca from Street Fighter. Uh-huh. And Brandon goes, dude, awesome shirt, man. And then the Japanese guy was like, oh, thank you. And like was holding <laughs> up his shirt and like pointing at it. And that was it. Brandon and I walk out of the Starbucks. I'm like, Brandon, do you know who that was? He's like, no, who was that? I'm like, that's that's the Street Fighter guy. And that so specifically that was Yoshiniro Ono. Uh-huh. Legendary for nice Street Fighter. Dude. He has been um 
basically the main guy at for at Capcom for Street Fighter since 1998. Holy so not since cow. the beginning, but it's most famously for Street Fighter four and five is right. kind of like his big deal. But it was just so funny that Brandon was like, hey, nice Street Fighter shirt, man. Dude, and it was, it was a, the dude. It was a cool shirt, man. Show, so, uh, yeah, actually, I think I said his name wrong. Yoshinori Ono. Okay. Yeah, I said it wrong earlier. But uh, he's leaving Capcom after 30 oh. years wow. of working there. He, I was looking at his credits of different stuff. He's been oh, like man. Yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's cool because I saw like some of the jobs when he got there were much smaller yeah. like he's been on street fighter since 1998 but not in the top level right that he was so yeah pretty crazy legendary wow. guy moving on i don't know if he's moving on to another company or whatever but pretty crazy i just thought that i had to bring up that story because <laughs> i think it's just so funny that that, that was him so Damn, dude. i feel like i've heard that story but it was just as good good that's how you know it's a good story so you can hear it twice and yeah. it's like doesn't matter I don't know if you guys mentioned this last week, so I wanted to bring it up. Pikmin 3 Deluxe is, not, yeah, is coming to Switch on cool. October 30th. Honestly, it should. I don't feel like it got nearly as not. Pikmin 3 didn't get nearly enough um, notoriety or whatever when right. it came out before. Holly is fucking pumped. Dude, oh, I'm excited because your wife is excited. Dude. Because she is so excited. She played through that she game. Loves Pikmin. I don't know if she she not only beat it, but she did a lot of the extra stuff too. Like she was all in. I was like, so Holly, I know you put a lot of time to Pikmin three, but is this something that you're gonna want to play? She's like, Yeah, we're buying it. Yeah. <laughs> Which to hear Holly say that, right. to confidently say we're spending yes. fifty nine ninety nine. Right. That means something. Now Nintendo forty nine ninety nine if you buy it at Walmart. Oh, that's true. That's true. Damn. Yeah. So Nintendo's of course pulling some shady shit. Nintendo deleted Pikmin three off of their Wii U servers. Of course they did. So you can no longer buy the Wii U version digitally. Right. And then also the hard copy, I guess, is hard to find. That may not be shady. That may just be that it's, you know, 10 years old at this point. Yeah. Maybe not quite 10. But I just thought this was odd that they're like, they were taking it away from the store. Eh, that's kind of been their their they, MO lately. Though. They did yeah. that with Tropical Freeze, I think. I feel like if Nintendo didn't make pretty good games consistently that we would we would not like them as a company because oh, they're yeah. not consumer yeah. friendly yeah it's they're like um an abusive really it's abusive yeah, relationship really? that yeah. like you know oh i bought you a new one i'm taking the old one right, right. <laughs> yeah like geez so really this leaves from the wii u era super we still need super mario 3d land or is it world world super mario 3d world it's one of the two. One of them was on 3DS. One of them was on the Wii U. Uh-huh. And uh, Xenoblade, the one Xenoblade game from the Wii U. Wii they Sports. re-released one of the Xenoblade games, didn't they? They are going to. The yeah, one from the original Wii. Okay. But um, there is a Wii Sports. Dude, I'm telling <laughs> on the you, Switch. just bring it back. I will pay $100. So, yeah. And then that pretty much completes the 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 transfer of Wii U games over to the uh the Switch. Yeah. And it'll be done. It is finished. Nintendo has been oddly quiet. All the good ones. Yeah. Um, any more mini directs or anything coming up? They've been oddly quiet, but I don't feel like un well, I said oddly. I don't know if they've been oddly quiet, but they have been quiet. Yeah. They're not usually real in your face except like we just see them a few times a year at events in addition to the directs and lately we've just been seeing them at the directs so right i don't know that they're any quieter than normal well i mean you gotta think when are these 
new fighters coming out. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, so they just recently know. had uh, the ramen Min-Min. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe soon. Normally, we would have had an E3-style direct. Right. But part of me thinks that the issue going on is that Nintendo is very careful about, like, Nintendo very rarely publicly delays games. Right. For example, like, Metroid yeah. never really was delayed. It was just said, like, we're restarting, so this might take longer than you thought. They never had a time frame. Right. Once they set a time frame, they almost always yeah. stick to it. Yeah. So you have to imagine with, with COVID, maybe they just aren't sure about some. So normally they would be able to announce and be well, confident. And, and they now talk they about can. some of the production difficulties with COVID, too. Right. Yeah. But we just saw the earnings for, like... What's happened recently with with a Switch and Nintendo? Did you guys see that? It's like they're like way up. Second quarter, oh, dude. Yeah. way way up. Like what? Like three hundred percent or something? It's was insane. It? Animal Crossing sales, insane. And they have a scarcity of both consoles and games. Yeah. And I don't know that that's directly COVID related because that was happening before the well, yeah, shutdowns. So exactly. So I'm sure it's only gotten worse. But my Switch has not gotten very much love lately. Mine either. It's sitting on my desk in the cradle next to my monitor, but I haven't turned it on. I, I feel like I want to be, I don't know, just I, I'm ready f- to play a big new Nintendo game. But here's what happens to me with the Switch. I will turn it on one day. Maybe I don't play it that much. A week goes by. I turn it on again. I do nothing else but play my Switch not nothing else, but no other games besides my Switch for months. And then it, it goes again, and four months later, oh, yeah, I have a Switch here. It starts all over again. Yeah, it, The Switch is not an everyday carry for me by any means. Uh, well, I mean, sometimes oh. I do carry it, literally carry it yeah. every day, but it doesn't mean I'm actually playing it. But it's it's like old reliable. Right. I almost feel bad because I'm like, well, I know my Switch is always going to be there if I need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, I don't necessarily want to pay attention to it today. Yeah. What it is for me is that because Nintendo or a big game, I'm putting that in air quotes, hasn't come out, the Switch is more still a mobile thing for me. Yeah. And the games don't grip me the same as like sitting down and playing on a computer or a PS4 does. It's just, there's a little bit of a disconnect. Not to say that Breath of the Wild wasn't everything that I wanted it to be, but most of the games on my Switch are not like that. Right. So, so I am trying to think of the times I have actually docked my switch to play on the screen. Cause you said about it being a mobile console. I think I did for almost the, almost not entirely, but almost the entirety of steam world quest. Um, for a, some multiplayer stuff early on, like when, when you rented one, two switch and brought it over and sometimes a couple times at the beginning of the switch, when you would come over and we'd play, something uh maybe for about one fifteenth of my of my breath of the wild playthrough and a little bit of mario kart but i would still say my split between if you count up the hours and divide them 95 percent has been handheld even if i'm sitting three feet from my tv it's still been handheld as opposed i don't know why it's just yeah if you exclude smash i'm probably around the same yeah um but Smash just 
doesn't do it for me on mobile. It's yeah. I see it on the big screen. Right. Final quickie. Remnant from the Ashes will be free on the Epic Game Store from August 13th to 20th. So this is supposed to be a pretty decent game. Pretty decent, like, multiplayer, third-person shooter thing. I was actually going to ask you, Ben, if you wanted to check it out once it's uh, available. I'd probably check it out. I don't know much about it at all, though. I actually was considering buying you a game the other day, strictly because I wasn't going to ask you, because I knew you probably... Well, maybe you'd be interested. Have you seen stuff on Hunt Showdown? Yes. I want to play that game so fucking bad. I mean, if you would have bought it for me, I would have played it. It's 40 bucks, though. If it was, like, on sale for 20 I would buy you a copy. Yeah. But I'm still thinking about buying it anyway. But I'm not sure I'm going to swing 80. You selfish so. bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why would you even tell me if you weren't going to do it? Because I'm that desperate that I want to play it, but I know that I'll need someone please, to play with I'm me. I'm not going to buy please, it. Please, please. I, and that's the thing. Yeah. I knew you were not going to buy the it. The difference, it's not that I don't want I wouldn't buy it because I wouldn't want to play with you. Because you know I will play any game, even if I hate it, if I can play with someone. Mm-hmm. I just can't swing it right now. So Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, that Hunt Showdown game. Have you seen this, Brandon? Not so much. I don't think you'd like it. Also, hard it's to, hard to say. I just know the name right now. I was specifically <laughs> watching gameplay and thinking Brandon would be terrible at this game because yeah, it's so yeah. much like it's it's sort of Battle Royale-esque, Battle Royale-esque, but you have to be very quiet and like sneak around in bushes and oh, dude, in tall love, grass. It's really funny because there's a there's a big dynamic. I love stealth games. The thing is, though, there's no like, fuck it. Let's go for it. Right. If right. you say fuck it and let's go for it, you're going to die. Cool. Very quickly. Interesting. But is I'll tell what, you more about it. After yeah, the show. yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. Just get get a glimpse. Though the problem is there's no crossplay. Ah, so that's balls. I'd have to play it on PS4 and I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Maybe. Your eyes. <laughs> also checking out Horizon on PC. What's that like? Pretty good. It runs decently well on my PC, but I'm I'm assuming if you have a mid-range PC, you're fucked. Yeah. Is there like, lo- is there like more particles and stuff? More particles. It is enhanced slightly, but according to Digital Foundry, it's like not significantly better than the PS4 version other than frame rate. Frame rate and resolution, of course. Which is important. I was running it on 1440p at like a mixed recommended settings. Yeah. And I was getting like 80 to 90 frames. Yeah, I didn't know if they just like, you know, made it so you could up the resolution or if they dug any deeper into the PC port than that. So Yeah, there's definitely a lot of weird issues with it, though. Hmm. Are you guys? I mean, honestly, it was already gorgeous. I was I was actually looking at screenshots of it and I forgot how good it looked and that it also came out when? 2017. March of 2017. That's crazy. Right before Breath of the Wild. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Not that it's like, you know, the most beautiful game I've ever seen, but it's an older game and you know, I'd I'd put it beside The Last of Us. You know, they're they're beautiful in a different way. Right. But you know, it's it's still very impressive, if yeah. you ask me. You guys playing anything cool since we have a few few minutes left? Absolutely yes. not. Yes. Kind of. Kind of. Well, okay, oh. so a couple things. I played um What's the name of the game? I just I just said it a minute ago. Oh, was it that game that you guys were playing on Steam? Yes. Um, I can't. Uh, ah. It's called Blight Bound. Blight Bound. Blight played Bound. that with Dave and Duncan, and uh, we played for a couple hours. It's basically a three-player dungeon crawler. Oh. 
and you like have to have three people. If you don't, you have to match make and find somebody else. Yeah, this is, wait, this is it like Gauntlet or something? Like it's it's a like a Gauntlet. Yes, it's okay. like Gauntlet. I um, I enjoy the Gauntlet on PS4. It's I never played the one on PS4, but I played the original. It was and it the was, arcade version. It was on PS Plus. Okay, that's why I picked it up. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, there's not a lot to say about it. If you have any kind of knowledge of what uh, what Gauntlet is like, you kind of know what Blightbound's all about. Uh, it's in early access still, so it's got some bugs, but it's a lot of fun. Very cool. cool. That's um, another Devolver game, right? Yes, actually it is. That's published by them. What does early access even mean anymore? Mean uh, early it means it's a way to years. make money while you're <laughs> yeah. still working on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That reminds me, Brandon, we were playing Wrath for a video a little while back, and that was early access, too. I'm wondering if they've added stuff to that since I've played it last. And it was supposed to come out on PS4 and Xbox? Eventually, when it's done. I have one other thing I was playing, which was actually the thing I was going to lead off with, and I only played it for a little while. And that is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Dude! And guess where I was playing it? Your 360? On PC. Oh, on PC? Oh. There is a video, and I can't remember the name of the kid, but there, if you just search for how to play on PC, there's a video of this kid who goes through this elaborate, elaborate setup, and you have to follow the exact order and everything to be able to run it at 60 FPS Ew. on PC and a PS3 emulator. And so since I have the game on 360, I didn't feel too bad about play about you know playing right. the ROM. But I played it for a little while. It runs beautifully. It runs perfectly. Um if you click on the, like, I accidentally clicked on the, like, b- buy additional content or something like that. It, it, com- it has all the DLC and stuff. But if um, I, I accidentally clicked on that and it just hitched up because it was trying to connect yeah, to the internet. Say, and it just froze. It's like yeah. the server's not detected, you know. Um, but, man, I'm going to have to pull out the 360 and hook it up and do a proper Scott Pilgrim stream for sure. Mm, I've been talking be awesome. about it for, like, months, but I need to actually do it now. I've never actually played it. Are you serious? I've seen people play it, and I played the demo, but I didn't own it. Okay. But I know it's supposed to be great. You know what you should do? Just do the, get the ROM. Either get the ROM or, like, parsec in oh. to my computer and play co-op with me. Because okay. I doubt you can do it on Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. To, At this point, I, I yeah, think, I'm not sure. Actually, I don't even know if it ever had that. I think it had to be local co-op. Listen, oh, okay. if the game is not available for sale... It's abandonware. Then download it yeah who cares i mean a lawyer probably would not agree with that hogue hogue i think i think hogue on colin's show is like <laughs> technically yes that's still illegal it's but, still illegal but the the difference in legality in my opinion is are they ever going to pursue you for it if you download a bunch of you know uh grammy screeners not grammy oscar uh, oscar screeners and distribute say, them. what do you do with my grammy yeah and distribute them they're gonna come after you that's a that's that's the real, you know, that's wrong because there's still money to be made there. There's no money to be made from Scott Pilgrim. There's no way you can play it. You can't even go to the used bookstore or the GameStop and buy a copy because it was only digital. There's right. literally no way to play it. So nobody's ever going to come after you because there's no money potential ever being lost there. And that doesn't mean it's legal, but it does mean it's ethical, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, that's honestly, I mean, obviously I'm concerned about legalities for the legal aspect right but but hold on this will make sense i'm not as concerned about breaking the law unless there's an ethical reason right not to does that make sense i'm not going to download a horizon zero dawn right and play it that that would be 
you're not taking money out of anyone's pocket. That would pocket. be both illegal and unethical. Right, exactly. But if it's just illegal and not unethical, then I don't feel as... A, I mean, I, I don't make a habit of it, but I do own Scott Pilgrim. Right. Already. It's legal partially for you. Not really. Not really. No, it, a, the yeah. ethical... Anyway, I downloaded it to see if it would work. It did work. It reminded me how great it is, and I'm probably going to break out the 360 and play it on its native native land. Mm, very nice. Yeah. For legal reasons, that was all a joke. Right. Just kidding. Didn't do guys. it. All right. Nope. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm almost done with Cuphead. That's the only Damn, other thing. Damn, dude. Again. You I'm round two. Get, I can't even get through This is round one. three, actually. Oh, oh. Now, when I originally, originally played it, I used a bit of an exploit in order to do more damage on a boss. Mm -hmm. And then after, then when it came out again on switch, I was like, listen, we're going to do it and do it right. That's right. And then I did it totally legit on switch. And this is my third. Wow. Totally legit. They They did. Yeah. Yeah, You can't even do that anymore. It was like something you, when you switched weapons really quickly, you could get like an extra shot. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I, uh, I'm surprised at how good my six-year-old is at Cuphead. Really? Yeah. Mm. He clears stages. He doesn't clear them all. Better than a he, games journalist. Yeah. He clears stages, <laughs> though. Wow. On the easy mode. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I have to resort to easy. So. King Dice is so fucking hard, dude. Yeah. He is the hardest, I think, of all of the bosses. I think of the first, like, five ones, he's cleared three of them okay. on his own. Yeah. yeah now there's good. been times where he's been like, "Can you play it and show me how?" And then he does it. Right. But he does it on his own. Even right. Just after watching me play it once. So. Did you get him to to the to the frog guys? Uh, he has he has not Damn. beaten the frog guys, but he has played them. Yeah. The frog yeah. frog like dudes are hard. Yeah. The, they, yeah. Does he get to the end? The end the is the hardest. The cash register. Yep. The end is the hardest fucking part. Man. Yep. Yeah. He he can't quite get the timing down. And the one thing I kind of feel bad is his. I think his eyes and and he's very new to video games like he he didn't he hasn't played a lot of games through his life but he's only six too but uh he has a hard time jumping and then also hitting the anything the pink things oh okay. and like pinging those Dude, so i have a hard time with that sometimes yeah i mean that, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a yeah it's a hard game no doubt but he uh he has been really digging into Super Mario 64. Oh, hell yeah. And he was playing a save of mine from years and years ago where I had like all the stars and everything. And finally, I was like, buddy, just let's start you a new game so you can actually accomplish things and unlock stuff. First of all, he didn't like that he couldn't access some of the levels he was good at. So <laughs> that kind of discouraged him. But he's like, I don't know, he probably has like 20, 25 stars. Cool. Um, I'm surprised. He'll be playing Dark Souls in no time. No. Hell yeah. <laughs> I always said when I had kids that I was going to, this is before I had kids, was going to make them start on like, go through the same order I had to go through in consoles. Right. <laughs> like make them start with the NES and yeah. then, you know, whatever. Uh, I didn't end up doing that. But I do, when he wants to play games, rather than let him play Smash Brothers on the Switch, I often say, let's play Smash Brothers on the 64. Because nice. I think it's it's simpler, but also harder. Right. Yeah. Um, makes sense. It, it uses different parts of your brain. So anyway, that's been fun. Brandon, you have... Finished Ghost. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I we finished wanna, Ghost. Um, if you just want to briefly, yeah, I'm just yeah, curious I'm, if it held up. Yeah, I mean, I think the journey for me was better than the completion. Okay. Um, But it was 
I don't want that to take anything away from it because it's not necessarily negative. Um, I think that Act Two is real strong, um, and that kind of makes it a little bit difficult. But um, yeah, man, I just it's so beautiful. And by the end, I was ready to be done, but that's because I was literally doing everything. Right. And it felt like it was time and that, you know, it wasn't necessarily over where staying its welcome. And, you know, everything just started to click and wrap up and it felt satisfying. That's yeah. what I'll say about it. Interesting. I'm, I'm so behind and I probably won't really get to dive in more until next week. But yeah, yeah very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that. I'm um, just playing some more Warzone. Don't really want to talk about that, but season five's cool. That's it. Nice. Yeah, for all, I need to, the, the glitches on the PC only version right now are oh, dude, it's, so it's, bad. I've been seeing so many video clips, literally entire massive boxes around players are being yeah. obscured. I've it's been insane. having that. It's insane. And the gun glitches. I just yeah, don't you understand can't it. even. You're aiming, and you see a fucking a void monster. W- yeah. what are you aiming at? You, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's bad, and I don't know what they put in that could have caused that. But they said they have a patch for the visual glitches coming soon, and I want to say that I believe them, but I'm just sure every time they've patched something to fix it, they've broken something else. I just don't understand it. I saw patch notes today, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's changing on Tuesday. Because they are nerfing some stuff. Guess what they're nerfing? The growl. Or the... Uh, the brew. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. No, it didn't. I was watching people after they downloaded that patch. Yeah. And it did not. Really? Yeah. Well, it's... Not noticeably. So the thing is, is whenever they say they patch these guns... Yeah. It's almost always to the range. Because right. that's a war zone thing. Right. Right. And so even if it has the same range, the damage fall off will be more or right. something. It's, you know, it's hard to describe, but, you know... I know what you mean. It does yeah. balance. It's just not always incredibly apparent, I yeah. guess. But the patch that came out today didn't fix the visual glitches, and they actually issued a thing, or at least somebody oh, who worked really? for them said, the visual glitch patch will be coming in the next patch. We don't have an ETA, but we'll oh, let you damn. know as soon as we do. And I'm just like... I was hoping it would slip in. I mean, literally, yeah. you have tournaments that Activision is sponsoring where people who should be in the top 10 are getting knocked out in the first round because they literally can't play the game because of these glitches. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I understand it. And at the same time, it's disgraceful. Like put the tournaments on hold at the very least. Yeah. I feel like that would have been smart. There's been a couple instances of tournaments where I think people just push through. Yeah. And I think it's better to not look like an ass with your video game or have, (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. exploits going on during your tournament or whatever. Right. Um, you know, just 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 wait a week or something, right. maybe. Yeah. Because they do them all the time, too. It's insane. Of some sort, so. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, that's it for this show. Wrapped up 105. Great. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. As I mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash handsome phantom. You already know about that. If you want to join our Discord, handsomephantom.com slash Discord, you can Go there, hang out with us. We might make fun of you. We might not. I don't know. It depends. You might on make if, fun of us. You might make fun of us too. That's a huge possibility. So yeah, that's that's about it. So until next time, we'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye. The HP Podcast and Handsome Phantom are fan funded through patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers. Ben, Jared Cavaliero, Jason Canham. Michael J. Sutherland, 
and shuttleboard.